Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? How we doing? I'm Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Drop in two episodes this week. Had to squeeze in our top 10 favorite college football stadiums and atmospheres that's dropped that dropped on Tuesday. And now we're dropping one real tight, Rick, because real tight, real tight, real tight, because we have the open, the 151st playing of golf's original major. This is a big deal. And we're going across the pond. To Liverpool, England, Hoylake, England, to be exact, and it's going to be played at the Liverpool Royal Country Club. Rick, let's talk to our listeners about the U.S. Open or the the Open, and this shirt right here was gifted by you to me because last year you had the privilege of going to the 150th Open at the birthplace of golf, St. Andrews. So before we get into the actual Open that's going on on Thursday to Sunday, let's relive with our listeners what it was like last year around this time. How did it happen? Rob, it would be my honor and privilege to talk to you about the Open. It's always an honor and privilege. Golf's oldest major. Rob, golf was created in Scotland It was first originated over there, and it made its way to North America. And somehow, some way, the brothers Brandt have found themselves with golf clubs in their hands and a passion for the game. We are fortunate enough to have some of the wonderful ladies, the greatest two you could possibly think of in our lives that support us. Absolutely. And also enjoy the game of golf. So... It was over a year ago now that I put in for the lottery ticket system that the Open offers. And lo and behold, we won two tickets for two days to get over to St. Andrews and enjoy the festivities. So we packed up our bags. Winner, 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 chicken parm dinner. And you're glazing over the fact that you won the lottery because – you and I both work the Masters. Well, I work it now. You you, you do not work it. But um, we've been to the Masters many of times. We've known people that have won the lottery. But a lot of people are like, ah, nobody wins the lottery. Nobody wins the lottery. Rick, you won the lottery. Won the lottery for golf's greatest championship at its birthplace. I don't know if I can say much more than that. And I think we wrap up this episode. I don't even think we talk about what's going on on Thursday. I think it's just done. Well, what's cool, Rob, and for all of our listeners out there, they play this championship every five years at St. Andrews. So four years from now, we'll be talking about it. And who knows? Maybe all of us as a family, maybe some of our listeners will be boogieing on over across the pond, as you said, and 
checking it out at St. Andrews. It sure was memorable. Uh, Tiger Woods was there, Rory McIlroy, all of the legends in attendance. And Cam Smith pulled it out at the end, defeating Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland and Cameron Young on that final epic day. And so pretty, it was pretty a great tournament. And, Great tournament. And, and Rick, you got the red carpet treatment at St. Andrews, thanks to a dear friend of the pod, Gordon. Uh, we met him at the Masters. And uh, Rick, we're working the, the Masters. And and uh, I, I, I talking to this guy, he's Scottish and could barely understand a word he said. God bless him. Love you, Gordon. Um, <laughs> thick accent. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, where are you from? He goes, Scotland. I go. Oh, cool. Like, we're about to go St. Andrews. And I go, oh, very cool. Birthplace of golf. And we're chalking it up. And he takes out a business card. And he proceeds. It, it's it's his business card that just has his information on it. It's not. It's actually not a business card. It's just his personal card just to give it to people. And it's St. Andrews with the bridge coming up on 18. And he points to the townhouse with the three windows uh, that that you have to look at on your way up to uh, the 18th green. And he goes, that's where I live. And I go, oh, cool. And I just thought he meant like, uh, generally speaking, St. Andrews. I was like, oh, nice. And he goes, no, that's my place. And I go, I go, get out of here. And Rick, I'm nudging Rick. I'm like, Rick, you got to hang out with this guy. And Gordon Roll, class act, absolute class act, legend in the golf world. And, you know, you guys hit him up months later you and mojo uh and, and and he was taking you around to places that needed a key fob <laughs> yeah rob it was really special unforgettable and he really was a wonderful tour guide a great person and uh we just had an absolute blast with gordon there and can't thank him enough and maybe one day we'll see him either back in augusta or perhaps over in scotland no doubt about it now we move on to the 2023 Open Championship, officially the 151st playing of it, okay, at Royal Liverpool Golf Club in Hoylake, England. Okay, this is the 13th time that the Open will be played at Royal Liverpool. The last time that they played here was in 2014, when none other than Rory McIlroy, Scottish Open champion, won it as his third major. So Rick, you got to imagine that it, it it's going to be it's going to be Rory's Rory's open to lose, right? The guy's hot, hot. Do you take the field or do you take Rory? That's the question. I mean, runner up last year, just won the Scottish Open in terrible conditions, uh, brutal conditions. Uh, he's been hot, hot as a pistol this entire year with eight top ten finishes. Okay. Um, I, I'm leaning Rory. That's that's going to be my pick for for this year. Who, who do you and, and we have some dark horses, but who do you have, Rick? I mean, if we're going to get into it this early on in the show, we might as well just jump right into it. I got Rory winning. Rob, there's a lot of great players that are going to be competing in this tournament, and it's typically reserved for the toughest golfers, the ones that can handle the elements, the rise above. The Phoenix. Yep. And waiting, waiting for this shoe to drop. And and so we've got 
a whole slew of players. I mean, you think about Rory McIlroy, like you talked about last week, winning the Scottish Open, becoming the first person ever to win the Scottish, the Ireland, and the British. I mean, Rob, this guy, I mean, he's royalty. We're we're looking at a pure legend. Sir Rory McIlroy. And then, you know, you think about a guy like, I don't know, Ricky Fowler, who just won in many years. It had actually been close to four years since he had won a PGA Tour event. Some people thought his career was over, done with, and he has strung together quite the impressive stretch of top 10 finishes this year, Rob. He's been competing almost in every single tournament. And so you think about a guy like that. How about Wyndham Clark? coming off the U.S. Open Championship at the Los Angeles Country Club. What about a guy like Brooks Kepka, who made it rain in Rochester back in May, winning the PGA in Rochester, I like that, and it was it was terrible weather. That was amazing, Rick. See what you did there. You're, you're, bebop, about- you're bebopping and scopping all over the place. You're playing checkers, and I'm playing chess. All right. These guys, Rob, are lights out. And then there was Actually. Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley, you know, remember that? Do I have to remind you of Keegan Bradley doing what no, he did? No, no, no. You don't have to remind me of, of, of Keegs, okay? Keegs has been lighting it up all year. There's also a guy by the name of Victor Hovland, you know? And he's not he's not from too far away. He's from Norway. Could be a homecoming for him. Mm-hmm. Bring him back across the pond, right? So there's a lot of incredible players in the field. Rick, who is – we're getting into it early. Okay. Who who are you going for a victory? I'm going Rory. I just, just keep piling on, baby. Who, who do you got? All right. And then last but not least, you got to go with a man who's hoisted the cup before, Okay. And I remember you and I, we were on your bachelor trip many years ago in 2019. We woke up to watch Mr. Shane Lowry weather the storm and win the cup. He's been playing well. I like what he's done. Okay. Okay. He's going to be going. (laughs) Is Steven Sweeney listening to this? So why don't you book it now? All right. Book your tickets now. Because when he's in it on Sunday in the morning, local time here in the States, you are going to be glued to the screen and you're going to see putting coach Stephen Sweeney fist pumping the champion of the 2023 Open. Champion golfer of the year. Fist pumping. He's going to be giving that man man a big old bear hug. Rick, he is. story about Shane Lowry. I got to share this, um, you know, so, uh, you know, I'm security guard and all that stuff. And I practice putting green masters and I always come prepared boy scout in me. I, I, I didn't make it far in boy scouts, but I always remembered better come prepared, better to be prepared. Right. So I stocked up on hand warmers. It was a cold day and in, in, in sat on Saturday at the masters. And uh, I just knew that some players were going to want some hand warmers going out to the first tee, going out to the front nine. It was frigid temperatures. And uh, Shane walks out and I turn to Sweeney. I go, hey, Sweeney, does Shane need some uh, hand warmers? He looks a little cold. And he was a little sh- like shaken. He was like, oh, it's really cold. And, uh, and he goes, hey, Shane, you need some hand warmers? 
And and uh, he's like, I, I would love some hand warmers. And I literally take out two hand warmers and I'm like, here you go, bud. And he goes, and he goes, I love you. And gives me a big bear hug right at the back this putting green at the Masters. <laughs> Sweeney started dying. So you, you will have hugged the champion golfer of the year, right. and so will Steven Sweeney. All right. So you're going with Lowry as your first pick. I'm going with Rory as my first pick. All right. Now, who's your second pick? Who's your default pick? And I'm going to give you my default, my not my default, but my bat my my second pick is the man that you just said, Shane Lowry. You took the wind out of my sails right there. So I got Shane Lowry in case Rory doesn't do it. Okay. But then I have a third dark horse. So we're going to go second and then a third dark horse right here. Do you know? I don't know. That there is a golfer competing in this year's Open Championship with the name Tiger. And I saw the hair stand up on your neck there. Because for a second, you thought I was talking about Tiger Eldrick Woods. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. But is he playing? We have an amateur participating in this year's Open Championship. His name is Tiger Christensen, named after Tiger Woods, hailing from the University of Arizona, originally from Germany. And, well, let's just say, I don't think this Tiger is going to win it. But somebody who I think might hoist the cup. Somebody. So that who- was just a complete waste of time to talk about <laughs> Tiger Christensen. If that's not a fun fact, I don't know what is. It is a fun fact, but I asked you who was your dark horse or who was your second person to win it, and and you're you're talking about Tiger Tiger Christensen, but okay. We've got some great past champions participating in this year's Open. You've got a John Daly, you've got a Darren Clark, Zach Johnson, Henrik Stenson, Stuart Sink. The list does not go on and on. That's literally <laughs> that's not. literally it, with the exception. Of the two-time Open winner, it would be quite heroic if he did this, Rob. But I like him on his home course. None other than Ernie Els. What is okay? All right, right, baby. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I thought you were going to go with like Matthew Fitzpatrick or something. Um, Isn't he? I believe he's from Liverpool. Um, So. Uh, all right. Well, that there, the you, have, there you have it. There you have it. You you have Shane Lowry, Ernie Els. Mm-hmm. Give me your dark horse, and I'll give you my dark horse, and we'll talk a little bit about the venue, and then we'll let her listen and 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 what to expect at the field, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. Sure, sure. And uh, you know, Rob, if our if our listeners out there betting right now, and you haven't already put the house on Lowry. Or, or Elf. How old is Ernie Els? The man just received his AARP card. <laughs> so, hey, Masters champ. Masters champ, Ernie Els. Rob, you've got Danny Willett, former Masters champion. He's finished top 10 twice in the Open. And I think that he has no shot in winning this. But he's going to be competing. He's going to be competing. All right. He's not my dark horse. If you want to know who my actual hold dark on, horse is. Let me, let me stick on Danny Willett here. I cannot confirm nor, de, nor deny, but if if, if, if Steve, Steven's listening, maybe he'll text me or, or, or DM me. 
I believe Danny Willett might be one of, but might be on the Sweeney uh, Sweeney bandwagon for for putting coaches. I'm not sure. I just saw an Instagram tag. Don't want to stir the pot, but I guess I'm kind of stirring the pot. Very curious. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I can get behind that. All right. So for the love of God, Rick, just tell me who your dark horse is. <laughs> you told me like I'm, I'm losing track of who your actual picks are because you're going on tangents about random people, not random people, players. But and you're telling me it's not. <laughs> we're not doing this. Not this person. Not this person game anymore. Just tell me who it is. Damn it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's my pick. This man has won five times on the PGA Tour in the last year and a half. Okay? He's posted top tens finishes like you wouldn't believe it. And this man has never finished outside the top 25 in the past seven seasons. Robbie? Mr. Tony Finau. Wow. I like that. That's a good pick right there. That's a really good pick. Keep an eye out for him. I will. All right. Now who's your dark horse? I'm going to tell you who my dark horse is. I'm not going to rattle through five people and say it's not them. Okay. So my dark horse My dark horse right here. A friend of a friend of the pod, Anthony Whalen. Great guy. Really nice guy. Have you ever seen his triceps? Those things are fantastic. His triceps? Check out his delts. Man could crush cans with them. Not bad either. Okay. So anyway, little birdie told me, Lee Hodges, put the house on it, baby. Lee Hodges is getting right? at the right time. Alabama boy plays golf with Anthony. Oh, they were working nice. on punch shots together, training on punch shots all this past week at the country club, propelled him to a 12th finish in the Scottish Open and during terrible, terrible conditions yesterday or uh, on, on Sunday. So he finished 12th in the Scottish Open he finished twelfth uh, in the uh, Memorial. Okay, um, he he he's he's getting hot at the right time. He's got about eight to ten top twenty-five finishes this year. My dark horse is Lee Hodges. Lee Hodges, great pick, Rob. Great pick. Oh yeah, baby. That's my dark horse. Might throw a little. Little, little, um, uh, little, little uh, shackles on it. Little, uh, not shackles. Uh, little, uh, what, what, what are they over in over in England? Uh, uh, pound shellings, shells. What, what, what do you call them? Man, we're just living in your world. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Couple pounds on them. Couple pounds. There we go. <laughs> so. Walk me through this course, Rob. Tell the listeners what we're looking at over there. All right. So here we go. So, um. Royal Liverpool, okay, so those of you that don't aren't familiar with uh, where Liverpool is in England, um, so if you're staring at England, okay, um, it is on the west coast of England, just north of Wales, so Wales is connected to England, okay, uh, and it is, uh, I'm just going to, I want to get the weather out of the way, Rick, I'm going to be the weatherman, you're looking at about 55 to 64 
the entire Thursday through Sunday. So that's that's the golf and weather right there. 56, 64, you're going to see some some quarter zips, some long sleeves, okay? P- definitely pants out there. Um, not terrible weather until Saturday. Saturday, it's supposed to rain a, a good amount, okay? So whoever makes the cut, it's going to get a little dicey on Saturday, all right? Just painting the picture for the crew. Um, but uh, this course right here, um, first of all, anyone that's that's watching this should should uh, Google the course before they play it or before they watch this weekend. These bunkers are very similar to St. Andrew's bunkers. You know, they're, they're dug into the ground, so it's going to be treacherous. They kind of pop out of nowhere, okay? So link-style course. And the course uh is absolutely fascinating so obviously 18 holes right okay um the back nine you start off with a 507 par four then you go to a 392 par four called punch bowl 449 par four 194 par three and here's where it gets interesting okay 454 par four but 15, 16, 17, and 18. 15th hole is a 620 par 5. 620 yards par 5. Okay? That's a long one. Yep. And that's why I'm going with Rory McIlroy. Because at the Scottish Open, they had holes very similar to the, this distance. And he eagled them. So, uh, not it's totally doable for these guys out there. You know, they hit it 330, 340. Okay? Then they hit it. You know, uh, another another uh, two sixty. You know, it's totally doable for them the eagles. So watch out for um, s- some eagles there, but uh, maybe some birds. Uh, but six twenty is daunting. Then you go to a four sixty one par four, and then seventeenth hole is a par three one thirty six. And before we started this podcast, Rick, we were talking about this hole. Depending on where the pin placement is, you're going from a six twenty par five on 15 461 on 16 which is pretty standard then you're going to a 136 and depending on where the pin placement is these guys are going to be using a pitching wedge they might be using a 52 like i don't know like depending on how hard these guys can stroke it so and then to cap it off hole number 18 is a 609 par 5 the par, this, the par on this course is 71 wow so wow. that's the back nine. The front nine, pretty standard. Um, but uh, but yeah, the back nine, that's going to be interesting. I, you know, I just hope all these guys, they got an extra pair of clothes with them. The weather is going to be daunting. Uh, keep your umbrellas close. These caddies are going to be working for it this week. And it's going to be fun to watch, Rob. This championship is the final major of the year. So golf fans aren't going to have anything to really, I mean, you've got the, here's what you got. You got the FedEx cup championship. That's always enjoyable. You got the Ryder cup to follow, but then we go dormant until Augusta. So yeah, Rob, it's going to be a really fun week and we're going to be glued to our screens, wake up early, set those alarms here in America so that you can catch all the action happening live. Yeah. A good thing to note. I like that, Rick. You know, it's going to be teeing off at, you know, 8 o'clock, uh, 7.30. You know, getting these early, these guys in at 7.30 tee times on Thursday and Friday. So 
uh 7:30 in the morning in uh in Liverpool is is is, is like 2 a.m. here so <laughs> uh, 1 or, 1 or 2 a.m. Uh, so, you know, they're going to be done, uh, you know, if their last guy's teeing off at two o'clock their time, uh, two o'clock here is, is, is right around eight o'clock. So you're going to have, you're going to have the, the, the star studded lineup for breakfast. Um, you know, especially when it comes to Saturday and Sunday, you're going to get your golf fix early, you know, on the East coast, we usually have to wait until about two o'clock Eastern to, to get our golf fix in, but it's going to be over and done with by one o'clock in the afternoon and you can carry on with your beautiful Sunday. So uh, just to recap this, uh, Rick has, um, God damn it. I forget who you even have. <laughs> There's so many people you mentioned. Okay. He's got Shane Lowry winning it. I got Rory winning it. My backup is Shane Lowry. Okay. Solid backup. Number two, Rick has been on another planet because he thinks Ernie Els is going <laughs> to, <laughs> he's coming out he's coming out of retirement it's they just got his aap card <laughs> don't be surprised and then and then our dark horses rick has tony finau and i have lee hodges so there you have it with the brothers brand podcast and the coverage of the 151st open championship i'm rob brandt and i'm rick brandt and we are the brothers brand thanks for listening